anyways, but today I wanted to talk about rest. Uh, now, if you notice in the caption below, there is a quote that I came across a few weeks ago, and it says, rest if you must, but never quit. Now, it's probably been three months since the last time that I saw that quote. And, you know, it got me thinking a lot about what does rest even mean? And so, you know, my, uh, Joe's a little under the weather today and not able to join me. But, you know, that that kind of prompted me to ask the question about, you know, when is it okay to rest and, and how much rest is too much and, and too little? And, and how do we how do we get the right amount of rest so that we can keep going? And uh, that quote, like I said, rest if you must, but never quit, you know, it's kind of been weighing on me a little bit because, you know, sometimes I, I've wanted to quit over the last couple months, you know, especially with, with the, the, the lockdowns and, and isolation and just struggles that we've never had before. And so I wanted to talk today about rest. And, uh, and I came outside, I'm actually outside my house. I was trying to replicate a nice woodsy scene here, <laughs> but you'll probably see cars going by. And I, again, I apologize for any distractions. But one of the places that I gain rest and rejuvenation is in the woods. I love hiking. I love photography. And if you've seen any of my videos, you know that. But going outside into nature is something that rebuilds me. It builds me up. It gives me energy. And so even though I might be walking or, or talking or, you know, maybe even doing a live stream, I'm actually rejuvenating myself by being in nature and by being outside and by experiencing God's glories all around me. And so today is a very special day because one, it's just me. So I apologize. You have to listen to me the whole time. And, and I am on my mobile device, so I don't have the ability to interact with the, the comments and things. But if you comment, I will go back and watch them and, and I'll, uh, I'll, I'll make sure to reach out back to you. But today we're talking about rest and how much rest is too much rest, how much is too little. And uh, let me start off with just a little story. So I think it was about four years ago, I was training to be in a half marathon. Now I'm a soccer player and I play midfield, so I do a lot of running, but the running that I do is, is normally start, stop, start, stop. I haven't had the um, experience of running a marathon or even a half marathon where it's just a constant running for a long, long time. But there was a, a local event going on, and I wanted to take part in this this half marathon. And I thought, I'm, I'm, I'm in pretty decent shape. Let me go ahead and train for the half marathon. And so I started running. And, it, you know, it wasn't a, a lot up front because, again, I said I play soccer, and so it's start and stop. It's not consistent. And so that was different. But I started running in, you know, about three miles and then five miles. And, and I got up to running about 10 miles. Uh, I was doing that twice a week. And what was interesting was that the further that I pushed myself in a single day, uh, the harder it became to finish. And so one day I said, well, I'm just going to see how far I can go. I've, I've been training a little bit, you know, and let me just see how far I can go. And so I started running and, you know, like I said, I was running about 10 miles a couple times a week. And so, you know, I was able to run a pretty decent amount and I, I got up to the five mile mark and it started to get a little bit challenging. And, and then I got to the seven mark and I was actually in pain and, and I'm like, what, what's going on here? I, I don't know, but I, I've done 10 miles. I, I can do 10 miles. I got to the nine mile mark and I was in a lot of pain. And the way that I ran, I actually ran away from my house and then I came back. And so I, at this point, I'm, I'm on my way back, you know, in this loop that I'm making, but I'm not home and I'm at nine miles and I'm in a lot of pain. And I'm like, all right, well, I, I have to get home and I'm just going to I'm just going to muscle through it. I'm, I'm just going to keep going. And I kept getting slower 
and more in pain and slower and more in pain and slower and more in pain. And I'm, I'm about a half mile away from my house. And I, I like am having difficulty walking at this point. I can't run. I can't jog. And it's, it's immense pain. And I'm thinking about what's going on here. Why, why am I in so much pain when I was just able to run 10 miles twice a week? And now I'm, I'm at nine and a half miles. I'm in so much pain. I can't walk. And I, I can't seem to get any progress. Every single inch felt like a mile. Every single movement was, was excruciating. And I finally, I just, I just, all right, I'm not going to run anymore. I'm just going to hobble my way back home because, you know, I'm, I'm, I was too prideful to call my wife to pick me up and I'm just going to hobble home. And so I hobbled home and it took forever to get there. And it wasn't a flat route. It was hilly. It was all sorts, you know. And I got home and I was in so much pain. I actually couldn't walk for four days after that. So I went from being able to run 10 miles twice a week to so much pain. I can't even walk for four days. And I looked back on that, uh, on that uh, scenario. And I was like, what, what happened? What happened? And, and where did I go wrong? And the first place that I recognized that I went, went wrong was I didn't stop when it started to hurt to the point that I knew something was wrong. I just kept pushing through. I said, I know something's wrong, but I'm going to keep pushing through. And the damage that it did to my knees actually cost me weeks. And it actually, it cost me the whole race. I wasn't able to get back into running. I wasn't able to compete in the half marathon because I couldn't walk. I, I actually, my, my IT band in my knee and my, my ligaments were, uh, you know, or I'm sorry, my tendons were inflamed. I had some tendonitis. I had all these issues. And if I would have just stopped when I realized that something was wrong and rested and healed myself, I probably could have gotten back to it. You know, the long-term solve I ended up finding out was my shoes. My shoes actually were causing me to run in a different way. And they, they had, they had worn out. I, I wasn't aware at the time that shoes wear out, <laughs> but from what I learned from that, you know, runners, they replace their shoes every four or 500 miles, you know, and, and these shoes I'd had for a long time before I started running. And then I got that idea to just start running. And so I found out the shoes were an issue and they, they had worn out to the point that they actually caused me damage. And so when we're talking about rest, I tell that story because one of the biggest takeaways from that was that if I would have just stopped and rested and healed myself when I had the opportunity, when I noticed that something was wrong, I would have done less damage to myself. I actually would have gotten more rejuvenation and more rest. And I probably would have been able to compete in the half marathon that I was so excited to train for. And instead, what ended up happening was I, ended, I didn't run again, whether it be for soccer or for personal pleasure. I didn't run again for two years. Now, I mean, that's, that's pretty dramatic. You know, because I didn't rest, I hurt myself. When I hurt myself, I lost two years of something that I enjoyed to do. And so it made me think like, well, what else in my life is like that? And so, all right, well, let's fast forward. So, you know, I, I told the story about running. And, and, and how I lost two years of, of exercise because I didn't rest. Well, what's going on with 2020 and, and, and the beginnings of 2021? You know, I've talked to a lot of people who are struggling and, and, and it's, it's the gamut. It, it, it's from loss to loved ones. It's from, from family and friends who are sick. It's from business struggles. It's from work and, and career struggles. It, it, it I've never seen anything like this before where, where there's so many different struggles going on all the time. And I've talked to a lot of people and I, I said, well, you know what, how do we, how do we get through this? How do, how do we heal ourselves? How do we, 
get to a place where we're okay mentally enough to continue to work. You know, and, which leads me to my second story that I have for today. And, and that is you know, personal rest. So being an entrepreneur, it, it is a full-time job and a half. You know, my wife teases me about working so many hours and, and I just remind her that, you know, there's, there's, there's a benefit to working a lot of hours. And she, she always reminds me, you know, like, all right, well, when are you going to take time for you? When are you going to rest? When are you going to take time to rejuvenate and recuperate? You know, and there are some key signs that we've picked up on over the years about when I am getting to the point that I need to rest things like I get snippy with my kids. Or maybe I yell at them over something that's not really that important, you know, or, or maybe I'm just walking around like a zombie because I'm so tired. And especially coming out of 2020, you know, I have I've, I've been of the mindset, push hard, you know, with every ounce of being that you have, which is a good thing. However, my own personal struggle, I've been in a really bad mental place. And so pushing hard only lasted five minutes at a time, maybe, maybe it was one good day out of seven or eight, you know, maybe it was, maybe it was two minutes, one minute, you know, it was, was all the more that I felt great and felt like I was accomplishing something. And the rest of the time, it felt like I was pulling a weight up a hill, you know, and, and I, I, I told the story about running because as I'm here right now, I had a, a, a stark revelation last week and, and that, that was, it's very similar what I'm doing to myself right now is very similar to what I did my, to myself when I was training for that half marathon. When I was hurt and I didn't stop, it took forever to get to my destination. When I didn't call for help for somebody to pick me up, I hurt myself more because I pushed myself through the pain, realizing that something was, was wrong, and yet I did it anyways. And then it ended up costing me a lot more in the back end because I just didn't stop. I didn't stop to recuperate. I didn't stop to rejuvenate myself or, or to heal myself. And, and, I, and I, I'm just thinking this past weekend, I'm like, why do I feel like I'm pushing a boulder up the hill and that every inch I get forward, the boulder smashes me back down again? Why do I feel like I'm, I'm just like clawing tooth and nail for every inch, every centimeter, every millimeter that I can get forward? And it occurred to me that for almost six months, I didn't take a single day off. Now, granted, I'm, let me be transparent and honest with you. I was not effective at work. And, and if people looked at my work, they probably would have thought I was taking the whole time off. <laughs> and for those of my coworkers, I apologize. <laughs> but, you know, the, the key here is, is that wh when do you rest? And, and for me, one of the big things is, you know, you want to know that you need to rest before you get to the point that you're hurting and you know that something is drastically wrong. But for me, I, I didn't get to that point. I, I, I haven't gotten to that point until I, I noticed that something is very wrong. And then I kept, I kept pushing through. I just kept going because I'm like, all right, well, you know, it, it's, just, it's just fatigue or it's just, you know, it's just a hard week or, or whatever. I just, just keep going. Just keep going. That's all, all you got to do is just keep going. And I got to the point, and I, like I said, it was actually, it was just this past weekend. I got to the point and, and my wife kind of teased me. She's like, you better rest or you're going to end up checking yourself into a mental asylum because you just you're going nonstop and, you, you know, you're, you're stressed out and you're, you're not really effective. And, and truthfully, you're not really fun to be around outside, you know, you know, those few moments where I'm, I'm, I'm OK. And so despite seeing a counselor for the past year and despite working as hard as I possibly can. Saturday morning came, I sat down. And I didn't move. 
I collapsed into the chair and I didn't move. I reached the point of exhaustion. I reached the point where I couldn't move anymore. I reached the point where I couldn't think, I couldn't talk, I couldn't do anything because I was so overwhelmed by everything that was going on. I had been working for so long, so hard, not taking a break. And I broke, I broke just like the story in the beginning of this with running. I was training for the half marathon. I was training 10 miles every other day or twice a week. I was running 10 miles. And I, the one day I couldn't run five, I couldn't run seven. And by the time I reached nine, I was in so much pain. I couldn't walk. I tell that story because here I am today, January of 2021, 2021. And I couldn't do anything. I collapsed. I broke. And I, I wanted to share this with you because A, I wanted to be transparent. I wanted to be open and honest that even when we seem like we have everything put together online, we don't. Even when we're trying our best to look our best and to be our best and to help everybody else out, sometimes we reach a point where we, we break. And so rest was, the, was the, the number one thing on my mind this morning and the number one thing I wanted to share because it's so important. Rest is so important. And it's so important to do before we collapse before we break. And that's what I did this past weekend. I broke. I didn't move. I barely moved. I should say I barely moved for the entire weekend. Thank goodness it was a holiday weekend because Saturday, Sunday, Monday, I didn't move. But here's the interesting thing. I rested. I rejuvenated. I built myself back up. And Tuesday morning came. Now, every single morning for about the past six months, despite my attitude of being, I'm going to go get them, I'm going out there, I am doing my best no matter what, every morning I woke up saying, I don't know how I'm going to get through today. However, this Tuesday, after resting the whole weekend, I woke up and I said, you know what, I, I feel okay. I, I dare say feel good. I feel like I can run again. I feel like I can tackle work again. I feel like I can do good things again. I feel like all of this time that I've been dragging this rock up this hill and or, or pushing it up the hill and it's been crushing me, I realize that I can, I want to do work. I want to work hard. I want to go back to work. I want to face the challenges. That's the first time in like six months that I wanted to face a challenge and didn't just want to be an ostrich and stick my head in the sand. And again, I, I wanted to share with you because I, I feel like it's really important that we identify when are we getting to that point that we need rest? Okay, so I spent the first half of this talking about running, tra training for a half marathon and failing, injuring myself, not being able to run for two years as a result of not stopping when I was in pain and not stopping when something was wrong. I shared about my struggles over the last six, really 12 months, you know, dealing with COVID and dealing with business and, and personal struggles and not resting and then collapsing this weekend. I shared all that, but moving forward, I, I, I want to talk about how do we identify when we're getting to that point? How do we identify when we need rest and how do we get enough rest without too much rest? You know, I, I obviously I can't see you again. I'm on my mobile device and, and I'm, I'm, I'm here in this uh, lovely wooded scene. Uh, it's actually outside of my house. And so I apologize for the car noise. I apologize if anything's a little choppy because I'm on my mobile and I can't interact with you on the chat because I don't have the ability to do that from the phone. But raise your hand if you're watching this and you have gotten, um, <clears throat> excuse me, raise your hand if you have ever, okay, wait for it. I'm gonna build up the, the drama. 
Raise your hand if you've ever thought, I enjoy resting, so I'm going to do it more. And at the end, you said, what happened all that time? And I'm not any more rejuvenated than I was before I started. Raise your hand. Obviously, I can't see you. I'm raising my hand. Uh, yeah, there, there have been times in my life, especially in college, where I think, okay, I'm tired. I want to rest. I'm going to binge something. Now, for me, it's, it's normally video games, things like uh, Elder Scrolls or um, Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic. Some of these like role-playing interactive games where you have a little bit of fighting, you have a little bit of, of interaction. And um, when I got to the end of the week, you know, maybe it's a week off and I binge the entire week, I felt terrible. Have you ever been there? Have you ever felt terrible after resting? And or, or how about this one? I, I've experienced this one. Maybe you have too. You sleep for like 14 hours and then you wake up and you're tired and then you're tired all day long. Have you ever been there? I've been there. <laughs> I've been there. I don't sleep in very often, but sometimes when I sleep in too long, I'm tired all day long and I can't shake it because I got too much sleep. I got too much rest. Have you ever been there? You know, I, I hope you have. I hope you've experienced that because that, that means you've had a time to, to let your hair down and, and, and take a break for long enough to realize that too much is too much, but how much is too much? And, and, you know, that's something that, that we have to, uh, that we have to determine that for ourselves. I can tell you that this past weekend when I collapsed and I was exhausted and I couldn't take it anymore, I sat down for like three days and on Tuesday I was ready to rock and roll three days of, of playing some video games, watching some TV, watching some movies. That was enough. And, and that was after six months of, of just, drudgery right and so that was enough for me if i would have kept going three four five days then playing video games i would feel miserable at the end of the week i would feel like i just wasted time and that all this time was, was worthless but we have to each find our own balancing point of how much is enough and how much is too much because if i would have only sat down on saturday and then i got back to work on sunday by the time tuesday came i would have been exhausted again and i know that because i over the last six months specifically there have been times I've sat down for a day and it was not enough. <laughs> you know, I, I needed more than that. I needed more time to rejuvenate and build myself back up. Now, everyone's going to be different. So everyone's going to have their own balancing point of what's enough, what's too much. And, and different stages of our life, different things that we're going through might need more. If you're going through a traumatic event, you might need a week or two weeks to process the emotions, to process the feelings, to understand what your feelings are telling you and understand what it means in your life. You know, or if it's just it's just a hard week, maybe maybe a day and a half is good. And I'm not saying that you need to go sit down and, and play video games. You know, I would challenge you to find out what is that one thing or two things that really helps you rejuvenate. I can hike five miles in the woods with beautiful trees and waterfalls and taking pictures. And I can come home and I can feel rejuvenated even though I was moving all day long. You know, I can also feel rejuvenated by sitting down and playing a video game for a day, you know, and just doing nothing and just letting my body heal itself and, and let my energy build back up. You know, so you really need to figure out for you what what is it that that really builds you back up? You know, and I could I would encourage you to share it in the comments so that we can share with other people. Maybe there's some ideas that you have that can help somebody else to rejuvenate. Is it reading books? Is it watching movies? Is it going on hikes? Is it fishing? Is it motorsports, you know, boating? Or, you know, is it climbing mountains? Or, you know, probably not in Ohio because we don't have any, but <laughs> whatever it may be, what is it that builds you back up? What is it that, you know, really makes you feel rejuvenated? 
All right, so I've covered a lot of ground. If you're just joining me, uh, we're talking about rest. We're talking about how much rest is too much, how much is enough. How do we know when to rest? So let me recap real quick. If you're just joining, I uh, told a story in the beginning about uh, training for a half marathon, and I was running 10 miles twice a week, and I got to the end of the uh, the one day I was running, and I'm like, I'm just going to keep running and keep running, and I got to five miles, and I started to be in a little bit of pain. By seven miles, I was in a lot of pain and I was barely moving. By the time I got home, I was in excruciating pain. I couldn't walk for four days and I injured myself. I wasn't able to run again for two years because of the damage that I did because I just kept pushing through even though I knew something was wrong. Uh, we talked about 2020 and how there's a lot of different stresses coming at us from all angles. And that, you know, for me personally, I didn't rest for six months. I never sat down for six months. And I collapsed this past weekend and I was like, I, I just can't even move anymore. You know, and, and I really wanted to share this because I want you to identify how are you feeling right now? Take, take, you know what? Take 30 seconds. We'll take 30 seconds. Just look at yourself. How are you feeling right now? Thirty seconds is a really long time. Maybe fifteen seconds. <laughs> How are you feeling? It, we have to identify our feelings. We have to acknowledge them. We don't have to let them run our lives. We don't have to let them control how how we treat other people. We don't have to let them control our, our own attitudes. We get the right to choose our attitude. Nobody can take that from us. If Viktor Frankl can choose a positive attitude, I can choose a positive attitude. Our feelings are there because they are parts of our body that are telling us when something is wrong. When I was running, if I would have listened to my body when something was wrong and just called my wife and said, hey, come pick me up, I'm in pain, I would have been able to run again long before I was able to run again. If I would have just sat down sometime in the last six months and rejuvenated myself instead of just pushing, 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 I would have been able to tackle more. It wouldn't have been the first month of 2021 that I finally felt like I was myself again, that I finally felt like I was able to tackle obstacles again. We need to listen to ourselves. And that's the key. When do I rest? We rest when our bodies are telling us there is an issue. We need to rest. Now, I, I want to be careful that we don't misinterpret. I'm a little tired and I need to push through and there's something wrong. I desperately need to rest. Those are two different things. We have to know our bodies. We have to be in tune with ourselves to know how much rest do we need? And when is this just a, all right, push through. It's just, you know what? This day's a little hard. Let's push it through versus, nope, nope, there's something going on here. You know, one of the key signs for me when I was pushing and pushing and pushing week after week and I wasn't getting better, that was a sign. That was a sign my body was telling me, sit down, take a break, rejuvenate yourself, you know? So rest is all of it's a very personal thing how much rest we need is a very personal thing and how long we rest and one of the other things that we talked about today was how much is too much you know for me playing video games for a week straight is way too much but on the flip side of that let's 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 argue with ourselves a little bit what about those one week retreats where we really just decompress we really just we maybe we have the chance to isolate ourselves we have a chance to actually remember our thoughts you know i mean christ when he was on earth he went away every morning to a quiet place 
because he had to have that quiet place so that he could think, so he could rebuild himself, he could rejuvenate himself. When's the last time that you sat down, you know, went to a quiet place, no distractions, no music, no, you know, anything, and just thought, you know, so there's some, there's some real value to breaking away. Uh, I was watching the documentary on Netflix about Bill Gates and Bill Gates every year would go to a, a cabin on the lake for an entire week. He would apparently drink a lot of Diet Coke. Um, if you watch it, um, he opens the refrigerator at one point and it's like stacked full of Diet Coke. I'm like, that's my kind of cabin. And he just, he just decompresses. He processes through all the things that are going on. John Maxwell all the time talks about that we have to distill our experiences into lessons that we can learn before we can apply them to our lives. So maybe you've been in this situation before. You keep finding that the same thing keeps happening over and over and over again. And you're like, what the heck? Why does this keep happening? I, 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 I keep trying hard. I keep working hard, but the same thing keeps happening. Well, maybe what the problem is, you need to stop and you need to distill what is going on and learn a lesson from it that cannot be learned any other way than by stopping and evaluating it, thinking about it, analyzing it, figuring out what exactly it is that's going on so you can apply that lesson. Uh, good story, several, well, gosh, maybe it was, oh, it was over a decade ago, I think now, but at one point my wife and I looked at each other and, and we said, why are we always in credit card debt? Why do we always have credit card debt? I just, I don't understand how this keeps happening. You know, we, 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 we don't buy a lot of things, you know, but, but yet somehow we're always in debt. And at this point in our lives, we stopped and, and we said, you know, we, we don't budget, you know, budget was a dirty word in my house because oh, my parents budgeted and they were just mean, you know, everything was always, no, you can't have this. And, and it was very negative. And, and we said, well, you know what, let's, let's try to do something different. And so we, we stopped, we sat down and we started a budget. And from that day on, we told our money where we wanted it to go instead of looking back at the end of the month and saying, where did all the money go? And it's actually a freeing activity for us. We are more free to go spend money because we know that we have it and we know what it's budgeted for. We know how much we can spend at the grocery store because we have a line item. It says groceries. This is how much money we have for groceries. If you're spending more than that, it's coming from somewhere else. It's not just magically appearing. And so, that's a lesson we had to learn. We had to stop. We had to distill the life experience of constantly being in debt, constantly paying credit card fees, constantly having to pay these bills. And we had to say, what are we need? What, what do we need to learn here? What do we need to do differently so that we, we can live more freely? And that takes time. So again, back to the uh, original point here is that, you know, maybe there is a time that you need to step away for a week and have no distractions, or maybe it's only three days, you know, whatever you're able to do. Or maybe you just need to go into your backyard like I am right now and find a quiet spot that you can just start writing in your journal and figure out what is going on in my life? What am I feeling? And what are those feelings trying to tell me? Is it trying to tell me I need more rest? Is it trying to tell me I need to get up and start moving? Is it, is it telling me that I need to take my time and wait and be patient for the right opportunity? Or is it telling me that I need to get up and I need to take the opportunity by the horns and I need to do it right now? Is it that opportunity that's been waiting, that's been that's been bugging you for a long time? Is it, is it that opportunity that you've been like, you know, I just, I, I'm always upset because I'm never achieving this thing, you know? And if that's the case, then maybe it is time to get up and stop resting. Maybe it's time to get to action. Maybe it's time to put a plan together 
that's going to take you from point A to point B in a reasonable amount of time. Maybe it's time to put that plan together and be intentional about achieving your dreams that you've been putting off for a long time. And I'm not telling you to just go up and quit your job because it's time. I'm saying that it's time to build a plan. It's time to look at what is it going to take to achieve what I want to achieve. Yeah, and a great example of this, something that Joe and I have recently started with our friends Todd and Steve, is there's a company called Respect My Intensity. And we're right now developing a coaching program. And it's, it's based on this. We've, we have felt for a long time that there, is, there, there are people out there that are great. And, and there are people out there that are good. And, and where we fall in the middle is we want to be on the path to greatness. And in between good and great is better. And we're like, how do we get better? How do we, how do we get there? How do we get better from where we are right now? And so we actually, we developed a, an entire system on how we can help people get from good to better on the pathway to whatever personal greatness is in your life. And that's something that we have felt for a long time. And we said, you know what? It's time. It is now time to take the bull by the horns and to, to make this a reality. And so we did, we, we started building it and it's actually going to launch here within, I think it's two weeks. Um, Steve, Todd, Joe, correct me if I'm wrong, but I, I believe it's about two weeks. Um, Joe and I have already started doing some sessions with people to test, to make sure that these things are, are correct. And so far the success has been phenomenal. Um, the people that we have interacted with have said things like, I never realized that this was possible. And I always thought it was going to be too overwhelming to get there. But because of the way that we do it in baby steps and simple things that are achievable, they're able to do things that they hadn't done before. And they were blown away at the fact that they were able to accomplish it. And, and not even in a year. I mean, I'm talking within a couple of weeks. It's these baby steps that lead to gigantic movements. You know, so I, I digress a little bit here because I'm a little bit excited about that. But, but that's what I mean by maybe it's time to stop resting. Maybe it's time to get up and it's time to be intentional. You know, but you know, if you're like me, maybe it's time that you need to sit down. Maybe it's been a, a very long year. Maybe it's been a very painful year. Maybe you need to sit down with a notebook and a pencil or a pen, and you need to just figure out what's going on. What are, what am I feeling and how do I process this? Or maybe your body is telling you, I am hurt. I am broken and I need to heal. And if that's the case, then maybe you need to sit down and maybe it's longer than just a day. Maybe it's longer than just a weekend you know, in order to get yourself to that point, because once you rest and your body starts building itself back up, all of a sudden, some of these obstacles that look like mountains, you realize that they're just hills and that you can walk over them. And so I, I, uh, I, I want to thank you for joining me today on this special episode of Word of the Week. Um, you know, if, if you're a praying type, uh, pray for my good buddy, Joe, that he gets better soon. He's a little under the weather, um, but hopefully he'll be back with me next week and we'll be talking about another word together. Um, but thank you so much for joining me. And, uh, you know, if you take nothing else away from this, just at least evaluate yourself, evaluate your body. What is it telling you? Is it telling you it's time to rest? Is it telling you that you need more rest? Is it telling you that you've had enough rest and it's time to get up and get going? Or maybe it's telling you that opportunity is striking right now. It's time to, to do some amazing things. Hey, thanks so much for joining me today. I hope you guys have a fantastic week and I look forward to seeing you again next week on Word of the Week.